0: Welcome to Celebrating Act 2. Celebrating Act 2 is the user manual for the second half of your life. Welcome back to Celebrating Act 2. We are here with uh, one of our favorite guests, Manny Pacheco.
1: Well, Manny, thank welcome. Welcome. I appreciate uh, being here with the two of you. You guys look fit. It looks like uh, hunkering down uh, is good for both of you. <laughs>
0: uh, yeah, I'm no, I'm no longer brown as a berry like you.
2: <laughs> and I got a lot of nice Irish red sun in my face. I can tell. Look at that. You so, look good, Manny. I've got a question for you because I know, besides being our Hollywood expert and a and a historian. Uh, I know you're a film fan like I am and like art is, and you love movies, old movies, new movies, you just love uh, the theatrical movie experience. Yeah. And I, when this COVID-19 thing breaks, you know, they're talking about uh, re- reducing the restrictions and quote, opening up the country to business and all of that. I, there's only two things I wanna do. I wanna go out to dinner at a nice restaurant and I wanna go to the movies. I wanna sit in that theater and have that big screen experience. I really could use a good movie theater right now. What's gonna happen with all these restrictions even when we break it down and they start opening up bit by bit? What's gonna happen to the theaters?
1: Well, I I don't know, but I can tell you this. This is what I do know. Uh, AMC is gonna file for bankruptcy. AMC movie theaters, so they may not be around. They may not survive COVID-19. If they do open up other theaters, um, they may do the, uh, the actual restrictions within the movie theaters, not sitting next to each other, making sure that there's a couple of seats between each other. That means less folks going to the movies. That means less profits for the movie studios uh, unless they start showing the same movie in more movie uh, uh, theaters themselves within the chain. Uh, and uh, how about the concessionary uh, aspects of everything? I mean, are they going to be able to serve hot, fresh popcorn because of uh, the fact that uh, people know that that doesn't come prepackaged? So these are questions that are going to be asked. I will tell you this much that the uh, movie experience at the drive-in is going to re-emerge. Remember the popularity of drive-ins in the 1940s and the 1950s, into the 60s? That's going to become a thing. I truly believe that's going to become more popular. They're starting to reopen uh, the the drive-ins that exist still, and they're going to build more drive-ins. And they're going to become multi-purpose drive-ins in that, not only are you going to see movies at night, because I don't know that you can watch a drive-in movie during a matinee, I think the sun prohibits that, but you can do other things at those drive-in theaters, including having church service on Sunday, maybe even going to a concert, a virtual concert at drive-in movies. So, yeah, a lot to talk about and a lot to ponder about this situation. Things are Manny, not- you,
2: you, uh, you, raise, you raise a great point about the uh, concessions. A lot of people don't know this, but movie theaters derive, I think, at least half of their income from the concessions, not the ticket sales.
1: No, I think it's more than half. I think it's more like sixty to seventy percent comes.
2: Yeah, and that's really that could really hurt them. That could hurt them. So the other thing I wanted, I wanted to take exception with you about the drive-in theaters. Now we're in California, so it's a different situation than, let's say, uh, Kansas City or someplace like that. But I can remember going to the drive-in theater as a kid in New York. And then I can remember when we moved to California, there were still maybe two or three drive-in theaters around. But quite frankly, most of them had been turned into swap mates. Yes. And one <laughs> of them had been turned into the Crystal Cathedral. Right. Um, so, So, you know, the reality is in this new millennium, to build a drive-in theater in Southern California is not going to happen because the land real estate, is so expensive, yeah. and I don't think it's going to happen in New York or any of the big uh, northeastern states. It might be a midwestern thing, and it's a great idea, but it's drive-in theaters are not a sure thing. Although I want to get, I want
0: I want to come back to the theaters, but on the drive-in, on drive-in movies, I think there's another twist where, uh, uh, Manny, uh, you are you 're right but but even more right than you can imagine, because uh, remember when we first started getting these electronic displays on the side of the highways, and you could hardly see them in direct sunlight and so on and so forth they 've solved all those well virtually all those problems, so you can yeah. be showing uh, movies on a large screen display because they 've developed sure. them for for rock concerts and everything else, so I think that that 's actually going to come back. Uh, to, yeah. to to uh, John's point, the real estate, I think, is the killer. Because in a movie theater, you can get 300 Sorry. people in a relatively small contained place and have 21 theaters to choose from. In an uh, outdoor movie, you have uh, 300 cars uh, with maybe four or 500 people, and uh, you need the space that they have for just one theater. So the real estate, I don't think, will work. Uh,
1: Many... You know, then there's the other well then the the answer to that then is that the alternative is not very good for movie theaters what's going to end up happening is that movies are going to have a shorter run in movie theaters or they're going to go direct to stream and particularly the case during the the hunkering down period because we're still in a flux Mm. uh telling what's going to happen when it's going to happen when everything's going to open up so Right now, movie theaters are taking a real. I'm I'm sorry. Movie studios are taking a real hit. Mm. A real hit as far as the release of movies.
0: Yeah, and John, you you uh, you more than we and we have Netflix and we have uh, Amazon Prime and a couple of other services. Uh, and I haven't watched too many movies, but my wife has. And quite frankly, this first run stuff uh, coming over uh, into our living room. So it's
2: it's Sure, and the movie. Listen, listen. We all know that the movie studios have been moving into streaming media um, like crazy. So, uh, but they're not the only ones. There's a lot of competition out there. Manny, I wanted to ask you a question about movie theaters that you may not know the answer to, and that is, um, restaurants. There's been a lot of talk about restaurants opening up as well. And our uh, expert resident uh, food and travel expert, John Mariani, has pointed out to us that restaurants can't just open up uh, willy-nilly at tw- 25% uh, uh, capacity because they've got a minimum they've got to meet. They've got to you know, pay their uh, employees, they've got to pay the rent. They all have a break-even point. If you've got 100 seats in a restaurant, you know that you need to serve 100 dinners that night to, to make a profit. Right. Uh, you know that at 75 dinners that night, uh, you're, you're breaking even and you know at 50 dinners, you're losing money. So is movie theaters the same way? Do the theaters know that they have to sell uh, 50% of their tickets to be able to break
1: even? Oh, no, they know that quite well, but as as, as bad as it is for movie theaters, it's way worse for the distributor of movies. I'm talking the movie studios. I mean, they can lose a lot because a lot of the, 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 you know, they get a lot of the percentage of the profit from from the screenings. And if there's there's less screenings, and I don't mean less screenings per day, but I'm talking about a shorter run of the movie for screenings, then and they go straight to stream or or eventually ends up at streaming wow i mean they stand to lose hundreds of thousands if not millions of dollars the, the movie theaters will lose tens of thousands of dollars thousands to tens of thousands but it's the movie moguls themselves that that, that stand to lose a lot more money
0: but it seems also mm-hmm. that um, there are so many original either one-off movies uh, not just documentaries but one-off movies that uh uh, amazon and netflix particularly hulu i think has series and things like that that they've figured out a dynamic uh to make that pay for them because they don't have any their overhead is sort of fixed it's scaling up the delivery system so they just need to get subscribers
1: and netflix has their own you know way of making movies And so that's not gonna make the movie moguls happy because they're not contributing straight to Netflix. That's just, that's by happenstance after years and years. So they're not happy with what the streamers are doing. And and consider this, the Academy Awards uh, group, the people who manage the the entire uh, Academy body have determined that for this year and this year only, movies that are streamed, instead of shown at movie uh, theaters in Los Angeles or the Southern California area, will be eligible for all Academy Awards, meaning that they don't have to screen in movie theaters, which diminishes that aspect even more, and it's already starting to have a ripple effect on uh, decisions that are being made by movie uh, studios. So, for example, um AMC, as long as they're still open and Regal and Edwards, they're they're about ready to boycott um, uh, Universal Studios because they took their uh, trolls uh, animated movie and they went straight to stream. And you know that animated movies make a bulk of the profits in the top 10 of movies every week. That was a significant hit, a significant hit to the movie theaters as you mentioned john the movie theaters are just absolutely livid on the tens of thousands of dollars of, uh, of, of revenue they would have received from the trolls movie so now they're going to boycott universal now how long that lasts is anybody's guess yeah. but at least they're hitching up their pants and looking like barney five from the andy griffith show and saying you know what i got this bullet in my pocket and you have to more movies in theaters and that's what they're doing
2: <laughs> well any any time you bring in Barney Fife it's time to say goodbye.
0: Yeah.
2: <laughs> but so I I
0: I, I well, my last thought on theaters are um uh, I was slow to adopt uh Netflix and Amazon Prime to watch movies at home uh in general because to me there was nothing like going to a theater a dark theater with uh 2 300 strangers to watch a movie right totally different experience no matter how big a tv you have 60 70 it doesn't matter what you have at home uh you don't have a uh a, a, a multi-story high screen in front of you uh really well-designed surround sound or sound system so that was an experience that you just could never duplicate or probably very few people could well, duplicate at home are
1: we are people of a certain age i mean we got to think about how the how millennials and generation z oh, and you're X on the
0: phone. Yeah. View,
1: view things today they, they're going smaller they're not going bigger but i do agree with you on one thing and i'll leave you with this art and john there is nothing of the magic of somebody sitting behind you as they sneeze into the back of your head yeah. There's Something very special. <laughs> about that. It. With, or
0: with, it, with or without a, a mask on <laughs> Well, I think I think that uh, if we if we did a poll of three people here uh, to find out, uh, raise your hand if you're looking forward to going back to a movie theater anytime soon, anytime soon, <laughs> safely. A uh, bit soon. So, uh, and safe. uh, yeah. OK. That. Three <laughs> three elbows. Three uh, yep. elbows. Okay. Uh, you don't get a vote from me. I, I, I'm just, I'm probably until after, I, my belief is that until after there is a, a a vaccine that's pretty widely in use, I think it's two years before, if ever, uh, people start going back to uh, theaters and enclosed spaces like that. Well, oh, Wimp. Yes, you, I'm a wimp. I'm going to the movies the day they open. Well, that's good. Can you sign over your uh, partnership agreement with me? Because... Uh, <laughs> Uh, that's, that's I think, going to be a different point in time. i really going to miss you, John. Going to miss you. <laughs> I'm staying I'm out, out of this one. I'm staying out of <laughs> well, John, well, then it'll be the so Art, the art and Manny show. I'm, you yeah. know, whatever. John, don't go to the theater. Yet. Okay. Yet. Okay. Manny, thank you. Thank you, Manny. Well, thanks and, for um, having me. I appreciate
2: it. Art, remind everybody where they can catch up with Manny online. They can
0: catch up with Manny in a lot of places, but the, probably the best place is ForgottenHollywood.com. But even more important, just to see uh, the, uh, the multitude of videos uh, and interviews that we've had together, go to YouTube.com uh, forward slash Celebrating Act 2. And while you're there, subscribe. We've got lots of interesting uh, videos there. Well, that's it. Thank you, Manny. Thank you, John. And looking forward to seeing you all again soon. Thanks, Manny. Bye, everybody. For more on Celebrating Act Two, visit our webpage, follow us on Facebook, subscribe to us on YouTube, and tell your friends. Celebrating Act Two is the user manual for the second half of your life.